I got all of this vitamin D running through me because I just spent the whole weekend out on the West Coast, okay? Y'all, me and three of my friends, we went out to Los Angeles, celebrated a birthday, ate, drank, uh, did the other things they do in Los Angeles, y'all know what I'm talking about. And we had a great weekend, but now I'm back to business, okay? Y'all, I got Ryan Bailey here with me today. And y'all know when I get Ryan here, we go beyond Bravo. We talk about everything because we know y'all watch and listen and see everything, okay? We talk about everything from DC and what's going on over there. We talked about Love Island and our hopes for Casa Amor. We talked about Kyle Richards and that... Whew, that weird week she's been having. And then we get into the shows. We talk about OC and a couple other things on Bravo. So y'all are in for a treat. Before you get into this episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. Right, you're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Ryan Bailey returns to the podcast. Ryan, how are you? I'm good, man. This is, uh, I love podcasting with you. So this is a joy. This is like considered a treat. Like, you know, yes. this is not like a, this is not a workout. This is not heavy lifting. This is a, a yes. blast. So thank you for having me back. Absolutely. I literally sent you like an itinerary of what we're going to talk about. And then I was like, I don't want to talk all Bravo with Ryan. Like we usually talk about like the whole like gamut of things. So I'm excited. So we're going to talk DC. We're going to talk Love Island. Then we'll get into the Bravo with all because we got like a couple scandals going on and everything. So we'll we'll get to it all. But how are you? Yeah, I was I was I good. I was just actually talking about you on my Monday episode. I don't know if that got back to you, but I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about the Flash and Indiana Jones and all these kind mm. of things. And I was talking about how you, you know, brilliantly cover all of these worlds. But yeah, Thank no, you. but it's it's one of those things where you have to realize everybody, you know, I, I always think it's so bad to like segment your audience when audiences love so many different things. Right. You know, it's like people love, like you don't just love chocolate. You love peanut butter too. You can have the best mm-hmm. of both worlds. That's what I love. I love a guest that can talk about it all. Cause you know, especially now, like this past week, like what were we even watching on Bravo? Like we had like one episode of OC and like, nothing else so like you got to be able to talk some other shit so there we go i know you're a uh you're a dc man so there's been a lot of stuff going on over there so of course i gotta i think the last time you were here we talked about like james gunn had like just taken over they like just made the announcements and boy has there been a lot of shit shake out since then so yeah how how are you feeling about you did you see the flash no, I didn't. In fact, that's what okay. the other thing I was talking about. Everything has been so crazy. And I, I really, I've, I've thought about this so much because I've been so sad that I didn't go see the flash because Michael Keaton as Batman was my Batman growing up. Mm-hmm. So the fact that 
the fact that this wasn't a bigger deal made me so sad. And, and of course, you can blame uh, Ezra Miller. You can blame that. But, you know, I wanted this to be treated as, uh, you know, a piece of gold. Like, oh, my gosh, we have Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. And yes. what what what's I don't know if I'm correct in this, but what I'm starting to realize or, or scared of is that, oh, man, like the things that I love, these nostalgia things we're not showing up for our own nostalgia. We're not, you know, we're these things that are amazing memories. And then how are we expecting new people to come into the fold? And I was making that comparison with Indiana Jones, the new movie that just came out this past weekend, that they're saying kind of bombed. And I was like, well, that's another character from my childhood. And, and what is it? Is it, is it to bring up love Island really quickly? uh, Even though we'll talk about it later, they, (laughs) in the first couple of weeks, they talked about, um, I think there was a line of somebody said Hugh Jackman and these yeah. one, of the, one of the numb nuts didn't know who Hugh Jackman was. And I was like, how do you not know Hugh Jackman? <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, they're like 21 years old. Like, so now right. I'm starting to realize how old I am. And the, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a sec. I thought we just all knew these things. And so, yeah, I, I, I said, I wanted to spend a day at the movie theater, taking myself out to go see the flash to see Indiana Jones, because I really want to see these movies in the theater out of respect, but also because I, I also want to be that person that supports the things that I love. And I don't want to wait till they, they come on streaming or or DVD or anything. And you got to make time for those things. And I'm just bummed out that both of those movies, especially the flash is going to take a $200 million loss at the, what they're saying. And that sets up, this James Gunn universe. And, and then the other thing too, Kendrick, you probably talked about is I I guess we're starting to really feel the superhero exhaustion. Is that, yeah. Yeah. Like Marvel has made us, you know, you have to watch, uh, you know, 80 movies, eight TV (laughs) series. You know, I'm even scared that I've missed a couple Marvel TV series now where I'm like, Oh, am I even allowed to watch secret invasion? If I haven't watched all, like, can I even understand? So, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm wondering if we're sad for James Gunn, who's now taking over DC. Are we on the tail end of mm-hmm. of of superhero? Like, uh, Comic Con is coming pretty soon in San Diego, and they made the announcement that Marvel's not even even going to do a, a Hall. They're H not doing Hall H. That's like, wild what? to me. That that's sad. Like, that's, that's the place. That's like I don't want to see the fall of Rome with superhero movies. I, I don't know. And, and and what's sad is that all this is based around money. So you see people like boldly doing these steps, like making James Gunn the head of DC. David Zaslov's a part of that through Warner Brothers Discovery. And I'm sure they're getting kind of worried about that decision, even though J- James Gunn hasn't made movie one. But I think they... I think nobody's like sure in where we're headed to and they're not doing it for movies. They're doing it for dollars. So at the end of the day, they're going to keep making mistakes if that's what they're after. Absolutely. Um, So one thing I didn't go see the flash and I normally like superhero stuff. I normally go opening night. Like I, that's like my like thing I do, but that one, I don't know. I feel like DC with a lot of people has such a stink on it right now. And I think it's going to take like the new Superman, the new Batman, all that kind of stuff to kind of, you know, give themselves some time, stop releasing stuff. I would almost like say, don't even bother with Aquaman and Blue, you know, Blue yeah, Beetle. Beetle out, yeah. So, yeah. I would always say don't bother with them, but I mean, you've made them. So you got to well, Blue kinda... Beetle. 
Blue Beetle is supposedly in the James Gunn universe, supposedly, yeah, which I don't I don't fully understand. And then they made an announcement this week, Kendrick, which I'm sure you know, is that um, they're also pursuing Matt Reeves as Batman as another universe. They're going to build that universe out because they're going to do a Clayface movie, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now... James Gunn has to be like, wait, what is that? We're going to do two separate universes, Batman, two Batmans, which mm-hmm. is fine. But I don't think that is initially how James Gunn envisioned it. So I'm curious. I'm curious what's happening over at Warner Brothers right now. And this David Zaslov, which ties in brilliantly to reality TV, because mm-hmm. he's the guy that made HBO Max, just Max. And he's the guy that when you put on Max, you see succession right up there with Dr. Pimple Popper, you know, right. like he, you know, he <laughs> yeah. was head of, Dis- he, you know, head of discovery and, and he realizes reality shows are so much cheaper to make, but I am still of the mind that, like we said earlier, we, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can love mm-hmm. many things. I just sometimes want those things to not be in the same like I want my I want my HBO Max. I don't want to see Dr. Pimple Popper when I turn on HBO Max. I want there to be <laughs> I want there to be still some prestige and there could be prestige reality, but I sometimes and maybe that's just the old man in me, but I, I don't know. I'm 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 curious to see where this goes, but when you have the end goal as money for shareholders, I don't think there's ever it, it's never going to be great in the long run. Exactly. We've gotten to the place now where not only like Going along with that, we've gotten to the place where, you know, the idol is the Sunday night HBO show. And it's like, I'm not. I made it through two episodes and I was like, this is genuinely the worst shit I've ever watched oh, in my life. I was my, bored out of my that's, mind. Well, and this is how stupid we are as a culture. And this is, you know, you know, with Twitter, by the way, and, and shout out to threads. If you're listening threads, I'm really yes. enjoying you. But but Twitter, Twitter's has this annoying habit of being like, um contrarian they're like the idol you just don't get it it is right it is camp it is like i'm like well also it could just be bad like yeah it, it, it's like the people that are like no i'm team raquel i'm team raquel and team, team tom like it's i'm like, a guys, feminist i'm team can raquel we just, can we just say like this is wrong we shouldn't like this person right now or mm-hmm. this is bad it's okay to have things that are bad that's how we know when things are good and yes. also at the beginning end of the day sorry i'm just going off right now the weekend I love it. <laughs> the weekend i said this from two years ago the weekend can't act his way out of a paper bag no marissa, marissa i'm sorry if you're listening because i know you love the weekend <laughs> but listen one of the best singers that ever will be uh, you know the weekend you know the uh, you know what he does as a singer is really otherworldly and ethereal what mm-hmm. he does as an actor you can tell he appreciates actors and acting so much but certain people can't do it he doesn't have that gift and that's no. okay look at what else he does he has so much mm-hmm. i literally kaya you know bravo we're black she i love literally- kaya, yeah. She was supposed to watch her first season of Love Island with me. Like we were going to watch the out. I convinced her we we're going to watch the, uh, together every day. She literally said she was not going to watch because I stopped watching The Idol. So now she hasn't no, even started. Yeah, if you're listening, that's such bullshit. You know what Thank it is? You. Is that she just she just got lazy and she just got you know what? Because by the way, Love Island, you have to you have to commit. You can't. You have to. And and if you get behind, all of a sudden you're, you know, you got six episodes to catch up on. And mm-hmm. and at first, it's like succession where the first couple of episodes for succession didn't hit for me. But then once you get locked in, you're like, oh my God, I can't, I need to know what's happening on Love Island. It's this mm-hmm. weird switch that happens. And then once you're in it, you're in it. And you yeah. it really grabs you for some reason. It's fascinating. 
I like it. It's my main obsession. It's like if I, you know, our children are our reality TV. Like if I had to send one to Harvard, it would be Love Island because I just love it so much. I can't. I'm obsessed with it all. The Casa more. The fact oh, that they like, just hit Casa. I mean, when the Casa more sign lit up in the preview, and I was so pissed. Because you guys, I think we're like two weeks behind from the UK version when it gets over to Hulu. And then I was so excited this morning to watch last night's episode that airs at midnight. And I thought it was going to be Casa Amor, but it was Unseen Bits. And I was like, no, I want to see Casa Amor because they bring Molly back and they bring uh, like, oh. It's gonna be great. I'm I'm so excited. One of the dudes has really fucked up hair, and somebody like they always got like the guys with like the huge veneers and stuff. Like I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about Casa more. I think that we're gonna be earth shattered with this recoupling that happens, though. So I don't well, know. I don't. Oof. Okay, so I was talking to Brian Moylan today, who's awesome okay. Bravo guy, and he's in England, so he's like watched up till you know yesterday mm-hmm. and i said don't give me any spoilers but he said he's they're at right now the recoupling after casa more <laughs> and i was like don't tell me anything i don't want to know and i've had to like block love island on instagram because like their yes. instagram feed will but and i don't know if your audience is fully up to date on it but like what casa more is and what all yes, that it's yes. just it's really i don't know what did you think of medi going Literally, I, so it's what I've been rooting for for the longest time, but I never expected it to happen. It's what like, is we- going on? How did we? And then they were also, how is like, I, no offense to Matt, he seems like a nice guy. It seemed like, but how was he still in there? He got away with giving mm-hmm. what's her name just like a, a kiss, so like a little, like, I mean, that was moving at a glacial pace. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was like trying to snog and all this stuff. And he got away with just like, it, I'm sorry. Like, there's something up with Medi. I don't like, but the girls in there, they don't seem like. I just never like. <laughs> none of nobody was like, "Girl, he doesn't like you." Like, he does not right. like you that way. Like, nobody, nobody seems to be thinking clearly over there. Nobody wants to like be the one to like tell their friend the real shit, and I hate that because Whitney is hands down my favorite. Like, that's the person that like I want to take all of this, but she hasn't, in my opinion, had a fair shot because if you're stuck with Medi's ass the whole time, but Whitney time, seemed like she, why wasn't Whitney smart enough to get away from Medi? Well, right. Why wasn't Medi? And then Whitney was trying to this past week uh, started yeah, making Zach inroads in with Zach, who mm-hmm. every and and. What, what kind of stink does Mitch have on him? This guy, <laughs> this guy came in as like the number one rookie. And now he's got some kind of stink where like, no, he's like, I mean, he came in confident and now he's just like a loser. Like everybody kind of like, he Ooh. just, something must be up with Mitch where like no girl wants to touch that dude. And he's a good looking dude. It's crazy. I, I tell uh, like the people that I text with Love Island with all the time. My one thing I always say that cracks me the hell up is the fact that Mitch has literally made it this entire time with not one single romantic connection. And it is wild to me. Like, I don't know if this has ever happened before where someone just has literally floated the entire time simply because they keep up so much mess in the house. Kind of love it, but kind of, kind of crazy. Wait, and who is the girl that just got uh, relieved with Medi? Was it Val? What was her name? Val? Or what was her? Uh, Mal. Mal, Mal. Mm-hmm. Which she had a face. She was like, ah! her face was like, ah! <laughs> 
she was, was so like, awkward there was something so awkward about her and mm-hmm. uh i i just oh god but i love it so much i look forward to oh. it so much when i get to watch it and uh i highly recommend it for, but it's one of those things you really have to talk somebody into it and you have to get them yeah. past the because they won't get it at first they won't get it for that first week they'll say they're stupid this is ridiculous because mm-hmm. my first season of love island was last season which was a great season to, to start with oh yeah and, with like Ekansu and Davide and all those guys. But then this, this season, that first week I was like, Oh, maybe I don't like love Island. Maybe it was just a good season last. <laughs> Cause I was like, these are all stupid. They're young. They don't know mm-hmm. who Hugh Jackman is. And now I'm so, <laughs> but once you get to that second week, you're in. You always, I tell people, you always have to make it past the first week. Cause you won't know what the hell is going on at all. And now they've started doing the thing where, cause, once I got into it, I started like immediately going back and like watching the old seasons. Now they do the thing where they make the public pick who they want you to like couple up with. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like I'm I'm always iffy about it because I'm like, I get it because we don't want like the embarrassment of like, oh, nobody wants you. Then your person picked with this person and that kind of stuff. But I also kind of feel like I don't know. They the audience teams just put like, oh, that guy's blonde. She's blonde. Put them together. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he's what they call mixed race, and she's mixed race. Put them <laughs> together. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. This is not a genuine connection. It's wild to me. Man. But, well, also it's the, the thing in it that you realize, and this kind of travels over to Bravo shows as well, mm-hmm. is that you know. The girls are just so, you know, so desperate, even though all the girls are better than the guys, they're so desperate to get these guys to close off. Like, are they closed yes. off? Are they closed? And these guys will never want to be closed off. Like, you no. still like, they're like, well, you know, we'll see what's going on. You know, if somebody comes in, <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. Of course I'm open. You know, I'm going to be open. And it's, it's ridiculous because all the girls want them to close off, but the guys never want to close off. And it's like, it's really ridiculous. Finally, some of the girls will wear the guy down mm-hmm. um, and then get, but it, it's, it's, it's wild to watch. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that tie, he came back in this week and he was like, well, I'm, I didn't say closed. How many times can this guy say he's closed off? And then kind of like, I didn't say that necessarily. And Ella's beautiful. Yes. It's wild. She like, doesn't, I don't know if it's a self-confidence thing or what, she just really likes this guy or what it is, but like, Ty has made it perfectly clear. He is not trying to get married. He's not trying to do any of this. He's trying to like be here, meet as many women as possible, gain a million followers on social media and like do the song and pony dance that they do like outside of the villa. He's not trying to do it. The only man that's like wanted to be like tied down immediately was Mitch. And that's because (laughs) I have a feeling outside of the house, (laughs) Mitch is just as like way too overbearing as he is inside of the house. Yeah. I think he was like, okay, this girl seems to like me. Let me lock her down immediately. And it backfired. Well, at first, at first I was team Mitch because I, I really, for some reason, I didn't like Molly. I was like, oh, this Molly. Oh, Same. And then <laughs> then after I was like, oh, Mitch is just kind of off. Like Mitch yeah. just doesn't, he, he wants things too quickly. And the, the new bombshell that came in from the previous season uh, which Katie. I, mm-hmm. Katie, who I think is gorgeous, you mm-hmm. know, that's what I can't wait to see Molly react to uh, that coupling up of like, I saw what you did. I saw what you like <laughs> immediately the day, like the day, like the day after she left, he was already into Katie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you then, do you think, cause we, we still have like probably four episodes where we get to like the actual recoupling of Casa Moore. Do you think that Zach is going to come back with Molly or do you think he's going to come back with another girl or come back single? 
I don't think he's going to come back to Katie. Like, I think like that, even though they blamed Mitch on that, like he said, she said about the conversation being dry. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, that just isn't really a good matchup. It's physically a good matchup, but they really don't seem to like jive that well. Mm-hmm. But I do think it depends on the, I haven't seen the the female bombshells. I saw the guy, Acosta Morbid, right. I haven't seen the female so it depends on that. If not, I think there's a really good chance he brings Molly back or Molly gets back there with him. I, I there could That's what I could think. And I think Molly will talk tough in the beginning about like, I, I know what you did since mm-hmm. I left. But then I think she'll crumble. Like these girls have no backbone on the show. So I think within yes. a, an episode, she'll be back. I also think too, I think that Mitch is so off-putting that I think he'll go to Molly and tell her, if you want to come back to the villa, I'll bring you back. And I think he's going to be her way in. I think oh, her and Zach that's are going to butt Love that. Oh, my God. That Well, I think that's what Mitch, you know, Mitch really, like, Molly was very pretty and all that, and Mitch liked But I also think Mitch saw, like, oh, we could win this. Like, we could mm-hmm. be the Ekansu and Davide if we lock off immediately. And I think he really genuinely, he wants to lock off with anybody. I mean, like, he went through, you know, and then he went to, uh, what's the name? The blonde in it, in it. What's, I, I'm so bad with the names. The, <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the blonde friend that he was friends with. And then he was like, I'm, I'm interested oh, in getting yes. to know you. Yes, yeah, yeah yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he was Pulled trying out of everybody. Nowhere. Yeah, every he he's tried like literally the entire villa. Now it's just so funny to me that clearly everyone is kind of seeing the same thing. It's like okay, Mitch is a good friend, but I I don't know about sharing a bed with him. That might be I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see Mitch. I'm, Mitch, we're rooting for you. I guess we'll we'll see how it happens. <laughs> I'm anxious to see how Casa more shakes out because boy, what. This kind of I haven't seen any spoilers or anything, but I literally keep hearing people say like this is the most like explosive recoupling that's happened. And because now I think we're we're only like on a five day delay now. So I think now they're they've watched the recoupling. And so they're saying uh, that like it's been I don't know. I'm I'm ready to see. Wait, it, wait, was last year Casa Amor where I didn't remember that the guys could see Casa Amor physically? Like right. the, in the last episode, they they were saw him. They're like, oh, and you could hear them. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how much they'll, they're going to be able to see of each other because I don't remember you know that what? last time. I'm trying to think too because you just started. You started watching last season, right? Yeah, and so. I think now they do the um, they do the winter season and then they do the summer season too because it's such a huge show now. And I want to yeah. say different locations, so I'm thinking maybe that one was close enough to actually see. But I don't remember last time because last time was like Shaq and Tanya and like all those guys. I think so. I don't think they were able to see it either. That was yeah. a good ass recoupling too though <laughs> uh, you know I, I i'm just charmed by the show and i like i like that it's a daily event i like that yes. I mean, there's so many things and it just shows you how little you need if you really rely on personalities and very simple premise and commit mm-hmm. to that premise things can naturally happen you know and i even have now used to ian of like i'm in Stanley. Not, <laughs> you know he's like tonight <laughs> the dumbest tonight. jokes too i love yeah it. Um, are you, do you watch Love Island USA? It's I don't, like two I don't, Ooh. I don't, I don't know if it's worth, I mean, I think part of the charm of Love Island UK too, is like the, the verbiage and the, you know, the in it and Lip turn heads and, and yeah. crack, crack on and all, you know, there's all this kind of 
the, the graph you know them, yeah yeah like you you know you what you pay you get so much out of it you're like oh look mm-hmm. at me all worldly now right. love island <laughs> usa I, i'd be willing to try anything but Ooh. it's not it's not something that i'm like oh i've got to do that i think okay so i'll this for you and anybody else that hasn't watched the u.s version because we all know the uk one is the the popular version but seasons one through three of usa they were on like cable so they were on like cbs don't need to watch any of those season four started with peacock and we know what peacock does for reality tv because there's miami housewives and like all this random stuff season four was a banger like season four was great and so it feels like the usa has finally figured out like a good formula so season five starts this month i think on the 18th I would say if you've never watched a USA version, start with this one and just try to crank yeah. it. It's Peacock and it'll be same and thing. And like, Ian does the voiceover for that too, I hear, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. didn't at first, but now he's on there, which we needed because, yeah, it was a little rough at first. <laughs> uh, okay. We've you've humored me enough to you know talk about all the stuff because I know people want to hear the humor me. This is exactly what this is. I know (laughs) I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, this is what we love to talk about, but I know people want a Monday episode, they want to hear the Bravo of it all, too. So, why not start with a scandal? Did the Kyle Richards of it all shock you, or were you expecting it like full on coming? I've heard rumblings now for so long with this. Like, it shocked me in the sense that this is a 27-year relationship. That's Mm -hmm. a long time. Like, that's not like Tom and Erica. That's not, you know, this is a long relationship. They have uh, multiple kids. They have a huge business. You know, there's so many aspects of this that I I said this. um, I, I went on vacation last week, but the week before I left, I think I said something of like, I'm hearing rumblings again about this. But I think at the end of the day, no matter what happens, we're not going to really know about it because mm-hmm. she's so protective of that. And when you have a family, you know, that's a real it's not it's different than Lisa Rinna and her kids. You know, it's different. like they they court these kind of it's a very different type of family. So I really yeah. didn't. I'd always heard Mauricio cheating rumors like even before, like for like a mm-hmm. decade now. So like, yeah. you know, um, I so it, it shocked me that we actually got confirmation that shocked me. Um, but also, and I know it's not polite to talk about any kind of, you know, you don't want to out anybody you don't want to, but I think regardless, you can say that Kyle has a very good friend in this Morgan Wade, which Mm -hmm. also I said to my audience, I said, that's not shocking. Well, I mean, it's part of it's shocking, but when you are going through a separation or something like that, sometimes you do need an intense new friend. You need somebody that has not been there for your relationship. You need somebody that doesn't know Mauricio. You need somebody. And in that time that I think things were going on with her and Mauricio, even before this girl, whatever part she's played in this. So I think you do then kind of, you're able to see yourself through somebody's, somebody, somebody's eyes, like somebody new in your life, their eyes, mm-hmm. it almost gives you confidence in like, oh, I am a person and I have this to offer. I'm, I'm speculating entirely, but it is wild. It's the, all we can in, do now. <laughs> What's well, the internet detectives that have pieced all of this together with their relationship. I do think it is a, just a separation. So I will be curious if that that next, you know, because if they divorce, there's also it's not just the family, but there's also the agency, which is now, you yeah. know, the whole Netflix uh, show now, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a nine figure company that mm-hmm. was built from scratch, you know, and Kyle has a big hand in that as well. And I, I'm just uh, 
I'm, I'm kind of shocked, but I'm also, I'm sad for whatever they're going through, but I'm also sad because as a Bravo audience, we're not going to see these things. We're not going yeah. to see, we're going to see, I hear they, they talk about a rumor that their relationship is, is in trouble during the season. Mm. But I was told that like, that gets like thrown aside. Like Mauricio even talked about it on a, a podcast saying like, you know, it was brought up and we, how ridiculous that is. And mm -hmm. I'm curious, but what's great for Bravo then when what we saw with Scandaball, it's very entertaining for us to know this information and then to watch it with different glasses on. So we'll see this stuff and we'll be like, Oh, wow. Maybe, you know, now that I know this information, this scene actually makes a lot more sense. We'll yeah. be hyper-focused on everything with Mauricio and Kyle. So it'll be interesting. And I, I never thought I would say this. I hate myself for saying this. It's the <laughs> one time that I'm like, damn, might have needed Lisa Rinna this season. Might have, because <laughs> she would have, I mean, she would have been like, what's going on, Kyle? <laughs> I don't think you look happy. Who's your friend, Kyle? <laughs> you know, like, this is the one time I'm like, Jesus, she would have had something to grasp at instead of straws. We would have mm. got this, like, screw Kathy Hilton and Aspen. This would have, like, been something to sink her teeth into, and she might have brought it to light during the season if she got wind of anything. Mm. And that's... That's the only thing that I'm like, I don't need an Erica Jane redemption season, but I would be so curious right. the reality of the reality of this. I'm curious. Do you think, because, you know, now we've, we've seen it twice in recent, well, I mean, there's been like 90 Bravo divorce announcements this year, but we've seen Tom and Ariana, you know, pick back up the cameras for VPR. We've seen Drew and Ralph, like that crew pick up the cameras for their divorce. Do you think, I mean, I know it's just a, a separation. They kind of played the semantics game with that statement they put out. But do you think they'll pick back up the camera since this show isn't supposed to come out until like November? I think. I don't think they're going to pick. Well, I've thought about this a lot. Like I've thought about this way <laughs> too much. I think we're going to get probably cell phone footage of the ladies finding out just like we did mm. with Erica Jane and Tom's like thing when yeah. we got like some cell phone footage or some FaceTime calls. I don't think they're going to actually bring a full crew into it for a lot of reasons. The Vanderpump Scandal thing, I think, was kind of out of not even necessity, but it involved all of the cast. It yeah. involved Raquel. Raquel was DJ James Kennedy's ex-girlfriend. It involved, there were so many pieces where it was like, this uh -huh. involves kind of the whole group. Whereas this relationship, it wasn't like Kyle or Mauricio cheated. I mean, unless Mauricio cheated with Dorit. And then it's like, pick those fucking cameras back up right. now. You know, like, <laughs> then, like PK's like, I've got to fight with you man to man, Mauricio. I'm going to box you. Um, no, like, that's so it, it it would be different. It's a different thing entirely. And they're at a not that they're elderly in any way, but they're at a different stage in their life. I think there's something mm -hmm. to do with like, you know, younger people dealing with cheating and breakups, even though the Vanderpump kids aren't that young. But it's different than having like a full family. You know, Mauricio is not going to grant cameras around them and the kids dealing with this that's just not going to happen and yeah. kyle's never been this would be the first time that kyle we've seen kyle fight with her sisters but we've never fully seen her fight with mauricio so if right. she finally completely became a different person and wanted that i'd be down to watch it but i think that is such that's so slim and plus you have to remember by the time that you know we'll have andy at the reunion we'll have so mm -hmm. much more information by then and i mean maybe they'll I, I don't know. The other, the the only other thing, like we started this podcast talking about, the only argument against what I'm saying is money. 
And money is a yeah. great motivator. And we saw how successful Scandal was, not us as an audience, but NBC Universal as a conglomerate mm-hmm. that minted money. So it's like, hey, maybe we, you know, we can strike we get lightning can strike twice here and we can make this something. I just think there's so many pieces that would have to fall into place for them to even agree to do that. So I'd be down to watch it obviously, but uh, it'll be, it'll be hard. This is the other thing though. It's like (laughs) Vanderpump. Once they pick back up cameras, they did this brilliant job of like information kept coming out. The show kept mm-hmm. airing. Like they kept us all in it for like three months. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be the hard thing with Beverly Hills is that they wrapped a month ago. And now we're going to have more and more information coming out about this. But it's not like Kyle and Mauricio and all these people are going to be going on Watch What Happens Live every Wednesday talking right. about like the new the new piece of information. So they might kind of it might work against the show a little bit once the audience truly does realize that we're going to get more information from Instagram accounts and Reddit threads and things like that than the story that they can potentially tell on TV unless mm-hmm. they pick back up cameras. So I think it's a really it's a confusing thing. I I, I really don't know where they'll go you really couldn't have like planned the timing of scandal any better because like it was like right at the midway point almost like you had time to cut a mid-season trailer to like hype everybody up for really what was one episode of the season like hype everybody up the entire time and i don't think beverly hills even has that kind of grandeur right now because we haven't even started the season and it's so far away And by the way, I'm talking to you in the car right now, listening, that just said out (laughs) loud, that just said out loud, well, that's because Scandal was staged. You're wrong. Don't (laughs) stop it. Knock it off. You're being ridiculous. You're being silly. Like, you know, go out and touch grass. That's not, Scandal was not staged. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's why lightning can only strike once. It's like just a confluence of events that all happened. And Bravo and and NBC Universal and Evolution handled it in a really delicate way that actually Mm -hmm. was really, they just did it really well. I just don't see, yeah, I think Beverly Hills is different for so many reasons that, you know, we don't even have a good name. There's not like a Mauricia Vall. There's not a, there's not even a Scandal name. (laughs) Nothing. You know, I don't know if I saw this somewhere, if I just completely made this up in my head, but speaking of conspiracy theories, one of the things going around is, oh, well, they couldn't let Lisa Vanderpump win. So Beverly Hills had to get like a a huge scandal going to compete with the ratings. And obviously I I know where you stand on that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, no, listen, that I did say that I said, this would be the, the, if they did pick back up cameras and you weren't going to have Mauricio and stuff, what I would love is I would love, wouldn't that be great if Lisa did reach out, if Ken did reach out of like, mm. you know, did you know Mauricio is an but And Lisa's like, oh, Kyle, I know we've had our differences, but I, I wanted to reach out to say how sad I am. Like if we got that entrance point, that would be kind of incredible. You know, yeah. there are ways around it that you could, you know, instead of being at war with each other, there could be a reaching out. There could be, maybe this is Lisa's way back on to Vanderpump. I mean, back, back to Beverly Hills. There's mm-hmm. so many things that go through my head. I mean, you could get Brandy Glanville on to be like, I heard you're in the lady <laughs> pond. What's going on? <laughs> the eyebrows hey, always told me. There we yeah, go. <laughs> no, hey, don't, don't be like Caroline Manzo. Let me hug you. Let me hug you. And <laughs> Um, no, I mean, there's like, as a producer, I would imagine I would love to be in part of those conversations. Um, but I think Kyle, you know, 
it's not just the Mauricio thing. Kyle's dealing with a bunch of other, you know, rumors and things that I'm curious how she's going to deal with. And then you got Kathy Hilton doing an Instagram live. That's the other thing. Maybe we can get Kathy Hilton on for a special episode of like, yeah. you know, like Kyle, oh, I didn't even know that was point. you. Yeah. 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 That's so I don't know. I just think that Vanderpump thing was like a once in a lifetime thing. And mm-hmm. it's also just a different demographic. Vanderpump rules yeah. actually brought a younger audience in, mm-hmm. you know, that started watching Vanderpump rules for the first time. I think we would be hard pressed. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but to have late teens, early twenties getting into Beverly Hills because of yeah. Mauricio and Kyle, that's a stretch unless something so dastardly happened because no matter what Kyle's relationship is with this woman, I don't think that was the reason why this relationship is in a separation at all. No, I think something was going on between those two way before the Morgan of it all even occurred. So I agree. A with you 27 there. year relationship. Right. You know, like that's a long relationship. People have bumps in the road, ups and downs. And that's why mm. I, I really I'm 50 50 on if they'll actually go through with the divorce ever, because 27 years and they're still hanging out. They like, like I had, I had confirmation about this a little bit ago that they were sleeping in separate bedrooms, you know, mm. like that I knew, but I never said that on the show or anything, but I right, was right. like, okay, this is, and also, but I was like, oh, 27 years, you know, like people go in phases and relationships. It's a long time to be with somebody and you, but when it's that long, you can never, the heart is so messed up anyways. Like you wouldn't feel one yeah. way, one year, the one, one year, you know, like I just don't know. So anything's possible, but I listen, this, this Morgan girl, I, you know, I wouldn't trust her around my ladies. I mean, come on. Like this guy, this, <laughs> I mean, this girl seems like she could like throw down. I mean, did you see her? Like she was like, yeah. bod- like she had like a bodybuilding pose. She has tats everywhere. Tattoos, yep. She seems like badass. I was like, damn, Kyle, get yours, you know? Exactly. Get it how you live. <laughs> or get, 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 get your friendship on, you know, or whatever yeah. however it is. <laughs> exactly. I, Okay, completely unrelated, but kind of related. I've never heard of her like music. Have you ever heard anything from her, Morgan? No, I, I don't. I don't like country, so that's okay. A big, me neither, so. It's a big blind spot for me. You guys, I, I like <laughs> I like Garth Brooks and Casey Musgraves. Like I, I was just of, about to say, I literally you know, kept like, referring to her as not Casey Musgraves I don't, on the podcast. But Kyle, Kyle fucking dies for pop country. Like I knew that. Like mm. Kyle loves pop country music, so I always <laughs> knew that. But I'm more of a Coachella guy, not a stagecoach festival guy. And mm-hmm. if anything, I like like you know old like Johnny Cash or a little bit of Willie Nelson. But it's not my go-to ever. So right. Uh, but good for you, Kyle. Like that truly is something that she loves. Go, go towards Kyle. your bliss. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your activewear? Well, look. I've got the perfect solution that's going to revolutionize your wardrobe. Let me introduce you to Bird Dogs, the ultimate shorts for the modern adventurer. Picture this. You're out on a hike, hitting the gym, or simply lounging around the house. With Bird Dogs, you'll never have to compromise on comfort or functionality again. These shorts are designed to adapt to your active lifestyle while keeping you looking sharp. Bird Dog's stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg and giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. 
They fit way better than regular shorts that are made out of stiff, restricting cotton, and Bird Dogs fixed the issue by inventing cloud-knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink, sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. But that's not it. Bird Dogs has an integrated built-in liner, offering unparalleled support and eliminating the need for underwear. Say goodbye to uncomfortable chafing and hello to freedom. Need a place to stash your phone, wallet, or keys? Bird Dogs has you covered there too. With deep, secure pockets, you can keep your essentials close without worrying about them falling out during your adventures. And did I mention they're incredibly stylish? Bird Dogs comes in a range of vibrant colors and patterns so you can express your personality while staying on top of your game. Whether you're hitting the trails, hitting the weights, or just hitting the couch, Bird Dogs will be your favorite new shorts. So why wait? Upgrade your activewear game today. Go to birddogs.com slash comics and enter promo code comics for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash comics or promo code comics for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you. Let's uh, let's pivot over to Orange County before I let you go. How are you enjoying? Let me go. So what are you far? talking about? We got plenty of time. What are you <laughs> um, OC this year, I, you know, I, I like, I really like it actually, but I like it. I think, you know, it, once again, right place, right time. I think coming yeah. off the intensity of Sandoval, Sandoval and the intensity mm-hmm. of New Jersey's reunions, mm-hmm. I think something to show that we can make a show out of like light bullshit, I think is refreshing yeah and you highlight these ladies i mean like listen like you know two not this past week's episode the week before we got shannon telling us she had a bony vagina like you know it's like (laughs) i always i always presumed she did but to hear it from the horse's mouth was just i mean the incredible you have heather debro running a costco out of her basement for kids to go to (laughs) call flying her kids to college in a private jet like i mean they're ridiculousness you have a new character, Jen, who potentially cheated on her ex-husband with this new guy, Ryan, who we find out was, you know, they met at Cut Fitness, Eddie's gym. And I mean, like, there's just like some stupid mess that I really love. And I think it works so much better than it did last season, because last season you had um, newbies like Noella and Jen Armstrong. And Noella yeah. was so trying to throw everything at the wall so much. Yeah. Couldn't relax into it. And it was They were opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, just, it was, it was like you had Heather Dubrow and then Noella, and it just didn't work. So mm-hmm. it kind of is nice. Like, And then Gina, you're like, I'm offended because you cheated. I'm offended because <laughs> I was cheated on at one point. And I'm like, I don't understand. So I read stupid. some other people <laughs> saying, like, I understand why Gina would be offended. I'm like, what? wait a sec. I like you would you would think that this girl cheated with her ex-husband. Like, I don't know why right. did somebody she's doing a Lisa Rinna where it's like, do you need a storyline? Like, is that exactly what, why, why are you this uh, upset? Like, my God, like I can't no imagine sense. Gina watching Vanderpump rules this season. She probably almost <laughs> died. Like somebody go check on her because she's I I I still don't understand like what any of that is about. I I'm I'm kind of digging. I I told my audience like I was like I 
honestly forgot it was on for a minute. So like I had missed the past like three episodes. And then when I told you that text message, I was like, we'll talk about OC. I was like, shit, I haven't watched OC in like <laughs> three weeks. So I like I had to catch up this morning. So now I'm all caught up. But I'm like, this wasn't that that wasn't a bad binge. Like I like it like that's why like yeah. Long Island is so fun because like the worst thing that happens is like someone pulls someone for a chat and it's like oh she pulled him for a chat. Can you believe that shit? It's like I love that like hilarious light drama shit. Like you know we get so bogged down in the the housewives of it all sometimes a scandal of it all that it's like man i just need a break for just like yeah. ignorant dumb stuff that like matters yes. nobody well, an imdb also, page like really if, oh my god <laughs> to have an argument about movie credits like that to me is like <laughs> my wet dream like it was like so yeah. I, I was like so petty and so amazing and heather debro got so mad she lifted a finger she was like you will not do that to me. I am a working woman that put my life aside for my children. And I put my career aside, like many women do in this country. Like she was making it all about feminism. And then also, I mean, listen, Bravo is having one of the best years ever for potential lesbians. We found out Taylor Armstrong yeah. had a five-year relationship before her uh, her ex-husband, Russell, that I was like, five years? That's like, that's more than dipping your toe into the lady pond. That's like, you, you're like in the ocean. You bought a lake that, house. Yeah. yeah, that is like, you're the Titanic in the ocean. Like that is, and I was like, how do you even go to a husband at that point? And she like says it so nonchalantly, like, oh, well, you know, like that never came up once on Beverly Hills. That never came say, up I once on Beverly Hills. That. But I did she but, did she mention it on Ultimate Girls Trip that she was a bisexual? No, but by the way, I said I said they need to do an Ultimate Girls Trip uh, by Curious, like you know, like yeah, <laughs> just all the people that have like dipped their toe, like Brandy Glanville can finally come back. Yeah. You got that. You got <laughs> Kyle potentially. You got like mm -hmm. all of these things. But it was like just this information that got thrown out there. And I kind of loved it because it was talked about for a second. And then it was like moving on. It was like Shannon. Shannon is just like what did Shannon just said? Oh, I had a. I have a really uh, nasty UTI. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's ignore the whole five-year lesbian relationship, but the UTI is just as strong in OC. Exactly. That's, oh, wait, I, did you notice what Tamara, the shirt she was wearing? Nobody's really brought this up, but this no. Tamara's shirt she was wearing said, a little bit country, a little bit hood. Really? Yeah, I was like, what is the, I've not been to the OC in a while, but like, I, like you, what, I mean, like. You got to drive like, a ways to get to the hood. I know that much. Oh, oh my God. I was like, I was like, that, is that shirt really say that? Like it, it's, but it speaks to, but it, it's like those little things. You're like, of course, Tamara's wearing that shirt. Of course. Right. Um, You know, it these shows really work when they take you behind the curtain of a certain, you know, like, you know, what women are like, or, you know, you, you're, you've mm -hmm. been around women all your life, but then you haven't been around like a group of kind of semi-wealthy OC women that need right. attention. Like, you know, right. so like these little things, these little details, like OC is different than um, Beverly Hills in that OC, every man, if you're dating somebody in the OC, you have to play grab ass. You have to be like, what's for, di <laughs> what's for dinner? You're for dinner, toots. Like it's always exactly. some sexual innuendo in OC. Everybody's like supposedly fucking nonstop. Like it is mm -hmm. so, but you never believe that they are. I don't know. For I, I just found myself looking forward to watching it this week. And that's usually a yeah. good sign where I'm not mm -hmm. like, it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. I loved it. And I, well, we did get the whole, uh, 
Jen's boyfriend Ryan said, "Well, uh, I'm gonna fuck Tamara, you know that girl over there, and all that kind of stuff." So, I mean, maybe all well, the what, stuff about OC is true. I don't know. What's going on <laughs> over at Cut? That's what I said. What's going on over at Cut Fitness? Right? Like, what, is this a gym or was this like a swinger society? <laughs> like it sounded like everybody was like, because Tamara even let us know Ryan was like went through the whole gym like nailing people, mm-hmm. and then this week she revealed that he said to her friend that it's like I'm gonna fuck that girl, and I was like, <laughs> and and Eddie. Like, how does Eddie run that gym and didn't know that? Like, how does exactly? Eddie, I'm so curious how Cut Fitness worked as a gym because also or was he the it, madam? Who knows? <laughs> well, it seemed like they, even though they said like COVID and all that stuff kind of slowed him down, it seemed like the gym was still fully open because they're telling yeah. stories about all of them working out in the same facility. I don't know. It's the whole thing is so bizarre to me. They talked about like, uh, who was it? Jan and Ryan, like being in saunas next to each other or something like that and making like, I don't know what the hell was going on. Something in a parking did lot you, in the car. And I don't did know. Did you understand that dick pic thing where Ryan sent a dick pic to Tamara's friend? And then she goes, no, <laughs> that was meant. She, he meant to, that to send it to me. I was right next to him. I'm See, like, I why was have he, a few people. Uh, what? <laughs> why was he sending it to you? If you were right next to it, it made no sense at all. And then she said they were on a plane or something too. It's like, well, why are you sending a dick pic on a plane with the yeah. person right next to her can see that? I, I don't know. I don't know. What's that Wi Fi situation? I can't barely exactly. get Wi Fi in the air. This is like, <laughs> you're sending dick pics like in a plane? Like, what kind of technology right. is involved in this? I'd literally have to like download everything I want to watch before <laughs> I get on a plane. I can't, I can Wi Fi shit. Man, uh, what do you think about Tamara's return? Is it paying off for you? It is. I think, I think like she's settling into it finally. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought the first two episodes for me was like a little heavy handed in terms lot, of yeah. screaming. And also I just think it's such a BS that she, you know, it's not the fact that her and Shan, like, Oh, I lost my best friend. I do not believe in any sort of world that Tamara considered Shannon Bedore her best friend. I just no. don't. What I do think is that, you know, she was very upset that she got let go from the show mm-hmm. and that was her best friend was being yes. on the show. <laughs> So the fact that, and Shambador is so doofy sometimes that she probably truly believes Tamara of like, well, she says she was my best friend. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to let her in. I'm not going to let her in. I'm going to be, I mean, and then, you know, immediately Shannon's like telling her they love each other kissing in this episode. And poor Shannon takes everything so literally where Tamara plays a game. Tamara's Mm -hmm. like Rinna in a sense where there's a game afoot. There is like Tamara wants to win. And by the way, those other girls, not that they're weak, but. Tamara's a professional in this and has done this so long yeah. that she has come in there relatively smooth, except for a couple scenes in the first two episodes. And everybody's mm-hmm. already looking to her. And it's like Love Island with like being closed off. Those girls are so dumb. It's like, watch a season, ladies. <laughs> Tamara does this all the time. Tamara yes. starts shit. She gets called out on it and then she'll be like, well, no, I didn't know. No, I I'm, I love you. No, what you got it completely wrong. It's like, no, nobody's got it completely wrong. Tamara is trying to talk shit about you and bring you mm-hmm. down. And then it, it's I, the fact that nobody has been able to successfully call Tamara out. Is right. why, and it shows you sometimes how weak some of these other characters are that they mm-hmm. can't succinctly put into words what Tamara does because she and does it, it every season. She's literally sat there and lied verbatim about the whole. No, I never said that. I said 1997. I didn't say the late 1900s. And they flashed back right to her saying, oh, yeah, she hadn't worked since the late 1900s, which is hilarious. But you said it like it was both of y'all going back and forth about Heather. Just own it. (laughs) 
in my dream world, I hope we can eventually get to a season where those shit, those kind of lies happen on the spot and you have like a production assistant run in with footage. Yes. Like this is actually the conversation because every time, like if I was Tamara, they must be told not to do this. Cause if I was Tamara, I'd be like, watch the tape, watch the right. tape. You'll see. I didn't say that. You'll mm-hmm. see. I didn't say that. I want in those. And I feel like this is the one thing at the reunion I've always wanted since the Monique Candace table fight. The, oh, yeah, the yes. fight. I've always wanted us to watch the footage together as a family. Okay, we're all here on the stage. Let's mm-hmm. watch. Let's see. Did the glass hit your face? Did the hair flip up? Let's see it all together. Let's see it with yep. one set of eyes and we'll watch it together. It's like, we're all here in the same room. Why don't we watch this footage? I want to see you. Go- I want to watch as a viewer, you watching the footage and then talk about it. Like, exactly. I don't want to clip. I don't want to clip inserted. I want us all to watch it together. I want you, the, 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 the castmate and me, the audience member to all watch it at the same time. Exactly. The overhead drone footage. I want to see all the raw cut foot. I don't want to see some edited shit that y'all put together. No, let's let's watch the fight unedited. Let's see who swung first, who pulled the hair. I need to see all of that because imagine like the the people that you know I, I love the green eye bandits because they're so messy they're, they're my people but you know imagine like someone who like hates Giselle or hates Robin getting to see like them being like just flat out wrong in that situation like they're gonna tune in every week for this shit like that's their Super Bowl yeah I mean it's here. it really is Oh God. Now you got me thinking about Potomac again with the green. About, yeah. <laughs> you got to be on reasonably shady. Like that's uh, I mean, you got to, <laughs> to share space with the, the green eyed bandits. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I feel like we need, I don't know. I, I, I feel like Tamara is easily going to win this season. Mm-hmm. And the thing is she shouldn't, it shouldn't be this easy for Tamara <laughs> to come back in. And mm-hmm. it's, but it, I don't know if it speaks to the level of lady that's there, even though I like a lot of the ladies, but like a lot of them, like Gina's in her own world, Taylor Armstrong's yeah. in her own world. Debro is so like, you know, cal- not calculated. She's so type a that mm-hmm. she type a's herself out of a you know good storyline sometimes yeah. because she thinks she's smarter than everybody mm-hmm. and she thinks that the audience is going to be able to pick up naturally on like you know this Jen is a new season first season for her so she's not being she's not being bold I, I, you know she shouldn't be bold, being bold it's a smart move but she's another one that's getting thrown under the bus by her supposed friend that brought her on the show Tamara right. like Tamara must have seen her in cut fitness and been like if I ever get invited back to the show that's a rube that I think I'll bring back with me because I'll be able to throw her under the bus immediately and she yeah. won't be able to do shit. And Emily, I like Emily, but I want Emily to find such a full voice sometime mm-hmm. where she I want Emily to shut something down and for her to be taken more serious than just Gina's just Gina's friend or Shane's mm-hmm. wife or mm-hmm. Annabelle's uh, driver to the auditions. <laughs> like, I think I think Emily can get there. I just don't know how many seasons. Yes we're going to give her to like fully explode. It would have needed to be been Emily this season to go head to head with Tamara, but they made up way too quick. And I think Tamara probably clocked that before they started filming. She was like, you know what? I watched this past season. Emily had no problem checking that random Nicole girl. had no problem checking like whoever she needed to. She might be a problem. Let me say, oh no, we got off on the wrong foot. Let's be friends. And she shut her one enemy that she had, like they could actually fight her back down immediately. And now they're friends. And so now we can't rely on Emily to give us the damn story we needed, man. And poor, and poor Shannon. <laughs> Shannon walks into a scene, and you, you, you always with Shannon. She walk, and I love Shannon, but you, she walks into a scene, and you feel like 
either she's going to have a great time or within 30 seconds, she could just completely crumble. Like she's always like, "Uh, uh, I don't know. I like, she's always uh, like, I can't know if she's happy or about to like, just come her life completely fall apart in one moment. So it's really like, of course, Tamara's going to like run rough shot, rough shot up all of these ladies. Cause Mm -hmm. she actually seems to see, it's like the matrix. She she's able to see the zeros and the ones and like kind of like, oh, this is easy for me. And it shouldn't be that easy. Like, I mm-hmm. wish there was a Tamra foil, somebody as good as Tamra yeah. that could come from the other side. Because you got you don't. And by the way, the person in the car talking, it's not Freddie Mellencamp. So don't even say that out loud. How dare you? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Yeah. We are not having that shit. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm enjoying OC. I'm I'm liking the ride. I'll be I'll be tuned in. Hopefully, we can next season at least get a. Oh, this sounds so gross to say, but get a a Kelly Dodd s character without being Kelly Dodd because uh, who wants that? But <laughs> <Yeah>. like you know, <laughs> well, that's what, I, mean, I always think like invest in new casting, invest in new yeah. women. You know, it's like I don't care. I mean, I. I don't like Kelly Dodd. I don't want her back. I don't think the show ever needs her back. But at the same time, like you're also, if you ever brought her back, you're doing a disservice that there is some unhinged woman out there right now that would be perfect for OC. Trust me, there is some unhinged woman out there that we have not (laughs) met yet that will blow, that will knock us off our coal mining asses. It will be completely like, just like, where did this girl come from? There are other hot messes out there. Like mm-hmm. I've seen, I, I understand Kelly Dodd's version of hot mess. Let's see other versions. Let's see other, trust me, mm-hmm. they're out there. And I just feel like, you know, you know, like, it's, I don't know. That's the unique thing about OC. Their brains don't seem to work in a way that other geographical locations do. It seems like yeah. whatever's in the water at OC, I mean, maybe they're just so into themselves that they can't, I, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's just different. It's like a, it's like a twilight zone kind of thing where, I don't necessarily, I don't know, but, but it's, I think it's working so far this season. And and I, I'd heard such bad things about, I'd heard such bad things going into this season that it wasn't mm. going to be good, that it wasn't. And the trailer to me was a little underwhelming. Yeah. So very underwhelming. I think I had such low expectations that it's kind of subtly surprising me. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> it's kind of the situation where like in New Jersey, we went, over a decade without having like a Danielle, and now we got Danielle. It's like, where the hell did she come from? Why wasn't she on the show before? Like, I yeah. think she's a, a great new addition. Rachel, yeah. I, you know, whatever she comes. You're back, not, you're not into Rachel know. Fuda. Yeah, I, 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 I like, I yeah. like her. I, I thought she released. I thought Danielle to me. Danielle started off as my star, and then mm-hmm. I felt like the season. Like Danielle, obviously, is going to be great when she comes back, but mm-hmm. Danielle took. Like all of a sudden it seemed like the show really got to her. Like she was starting to cry. She was starting to yeah. like really get emotionally affected and things. And I thought Rachel really uh became strong towards the end of the season. Already, you know, she mm. like got a she got a I don't know. I'm and especially I'm so tired of the Teresa Joe Melissa thing, but obviously we're gonna get that for another season because the ratings were <laughs> extremely decade. good. Yeah. But I I just uh I don't even know if it's like the show as much as the fandom. You know, the fandom mm-hmm. is just as toxic, if not more toxic than the actual show. So it's like this one, two oh, whammy. Yeah. If you're extremely online, like I am, it is almost mm-hmm. scary because you watch the show and it's really dark and it's really, you know, involves family. And it, mm-hmm. you would tell this is a really, you know, but then you, the fandom just adds this level of scariness on it that other 
housewife iterations don't necessarily have like jersey scares me their fandom scares me like Mm -hmm. that's to get on the wrong side of somebody and you know it's like god this isn't this isn't ukraine russia you guys this is like two (laughs) fucking feet like you really you're really gonna fight with me about melissa and Teresa? like melissa until like people are like looking into people's like pasts and stuff like they're no, somebody's not going to rest until like every one of those people in Jersey are behind bars. Like exactly. everybody wants, to, it's not even like, I don't like them. It's like, I don't like them. And I want to put them in jail. Like that's like yes. how Jersey is. I'm telling though. I always tell people the two shows that like, you know, other stuff I normally get online. I'll engage with you about like, I'll talk Atlanta all day with people. I'll talk OC, like all these kind of shows, but the two that I post my content and get the fuck out of there, New Jersey and Potomac, because those fandoms boy oh boy they make the show so not fun so i almost have to watch them without like looking at the stuff online because i'm like i want to enjoy this but i can't do it with you like i've got to go over here to watch it because man it's i remember i posted something uh it wasn't this past season but the the last season of jersey that started i posted like some memes and then like i think my caption started off with if i had to choose a side i think i'm probably team jennifer aiden but i think we all agree that everyone in jersey is wrong all the time something like that no one read the rest of it yeah. they attacked me because i said i was t- more so team jennifer aiden i was like okay i'm out of here this is this is beyond ridiculous to me i'm not fighting about teresa Giudici and the gorgas i'm not doing well it. I mean, also, I just, I think the fandom is a character in itself in Jersey. Like Mm -hmm. they, it's like, we have this weird seat at the reunion as well, because it's like now, I mean, you know, I've been doing this account in the show, like three and a half plus years and, you know, to watch how much the fandom inserts itself into these things, because listen, and you're probably the same way. Like Mm -hmm. we have Bravo liberties, little DM and all that stuff, but I, Mm -hmm. I, I will but nobody's offering me money for shit. Nobody's trying to pay me. Right. Like, and it's always, it seems like it's always the same accounts getting into this kind of nonsense where mm-hmm. I'm like, trust me, you know, like we have, I have housewives, I have Vanderpump, like people aren't being like, host this and I'm going to do this for, you know, like nothing like that is happening. Never. Not, I mean, not even close. So, it, you know, you always got to, you know, you guys know, listening, you're a smart audience. You always got to like, look who's posting the thing. You look who's mm-hmm. like, really just try to like, look into your shit before you just wildly believe. Cause at the end of the day, these people, they need attention too. They want, they want the spotlight as well. And yep. I think that is an interesting thing to watch that grow over the last three years of mm-hmm. like, why don't, you know, if you want it this bad, just audition to be on the show. Just, uh, just like right. say, just be honest and say, oh, I want to be on the show. It makes me feel good. I kind of insecure about my life. Like, just say that. It is. I will admit, like, I, yeah, you're right. Cause like we have people sliding our DMs all the time. I've had people like ask me to like verify stuff for them. Cause like an account will, I've seen someone post like some tea that like, was actually 100% correct. And someone was like, can you figure out who the fuck told him that? Because like, that was going to be like a huge storyline that was not supposed to come out. I'm like, oh shit, well, I can try, but I don't know what I can do. But I'm, it's so, I don't know. It's all weird with with all of this. I'm one of the people though, that I kind of, one of my little secrets is I would love to like interview someone like on one of the shows and it like causes a ripple effect amongst oh. the cast so like oh they have Kendrick, to play I, a clip. Kendrick, I say that all the time i mean like i mean like 
to be that like, oh, well, on So Bad It's Good podcast, you said yes. <laughs> that you fucking hated this person with everything that you had. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I'll like i even sometimes joke about that with guests. I'm like, is there anything that you could say that could get me on the show right now if we could actually start <laughs> something? But I think I just think like, that's not the kind of show I do. So I don't know really the right. reality of that ever happening because exactly. I usually respect the guests that I have enough to. And also, I think we know, too, when we're talking to somebody, we know when somebody's hanging themselves. You know, like, ooh, like you might not want to, you know, like, or I've even in the past, I've cut things, you know, where they've said something that could potentially, you know, get them into trouble with their show or, Mm -hmm. you know, I am actively, I'm not trying to ruin these shows. Right. Like I'm very aware that I want the show to continue and I want, I don't want to make, because I do think about it now from a production angle as well, as you get further into this and they are trying, that's another reason why Vanderpump worked so well this season is that. At, at the beginning of the season, the network hadn't given up on it, but there was such a low awareness of it that I was getting interviews with cast members without having to get approval through Bravo. Like Bravo yes. did not, Bravo wasn't involved. Like I'm talking to Sheena, I'm talking to Aria, I'm talking to mm-hmm. everybody because they didn't have the tight lid on anything because they didn't mm-hmm. know they had to have a tight lid on anything. And then, you know, it's like the... They, but at the same time, that really helped the show as well. Like, you know, it, it, it built this kind of underground buzz that we were all talking about it because we were given these interviews. We were given these, I mean, it was it was a really right place, right time. And the low expectations of this show that had not had two good seasons in a row. So Bravo, right. I mean, this really in all intents and purposes could have been the swan song of Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And they just happened to like right place, right time it. Hell yeah, they fought back. Uh, last thing, then I'm going to let you go. Are yeah. you excited for the new Roni? Uh, I'm not excited, but I'm really open to it. Like, okay. I mean, excite, excitement, and I want to really clarify this. Excitement is usually, for me, it's something that I'm aware of already, that I know about, that yeah. I... You know, like the flash, like I'm excited to see Michael Keaton. Oh my God. Yeah, I, yeah. Because I have a relationship with Michael Keaton as Batman, like, or I'm excited for the next season of Vanderpump Rules because I, I just came off of really just what an incredible season. So excitement there. I don't know these women yet. I have not yeah. seen, I've seen previews. I've seen that. I've not seen frame one. So I'm not what I would say excited, but I'm completely open. And I will say this. I'm not going to shit on it after I'll say what I don't like and what I don't, but I'm not going to be like, well, that they ruined Should've it. Should have kept the OG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, like, no, like, you know, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Like, God, don't, we can't be fair weathered fans with Bravo. Like there's only one yeah. Bravo and we've got to encourage them to keep making new shows, encourage them to keep trying. You know, mm-hmm. we want this thing to be successful in some ways. And if it is or isn't, is you know i hope it's not the fans doing of the undoing of the show if it's just right. the cat but also remember these things take sometimes seasons to build you mm-hmm. have to you know there, there's so much work that goes into this there are things that of course i'm worried about that i see or just even like camera like lenses i'm like wow the camera lenses are so different than they're using and like yeah so there are things that i'm like i'm curious about that but mm-hmm. i i look forward to falling in love with new women on these shows i Same. i my and and listen, the, the OGs are always going to be OGs. We got Welcome to Crappy Lake coming out. That'll be yeah. out this week that this comes out, you know, and we got the ultimate girls trip. And and if, if, you know, I mean, I think there will always be opportunity in a place. And I think Bravo is in this great place right now because of Scandaval and because of, you know, that, that, that we want them to try as many things as possible to see what hits for us. 
Yeah, because I mean, I one, you're right about that. It takes a while because I I was one of the people I actually enjoyed season one of Dubai, and like I'm ready for them to come back because I love I fell in love with Lisa all over again. Yeah, love Chanel. Like I, I thought it was a great cast. Can do some tweaking. We can get it better, but I I thought the cast like knocked it out of the park for season one. Love 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 Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Like I'm yes. Oh my god. With By it. the way, you just interviewed uh, what's his name, right? Um, yes, I uh, had uh, Amir, and then I had Jason yeah. on. Jason, that's who. I'm Mm-hmm. I had a music like I had three of those guys like the first week it came out and I remember watching mm. the pilot and I I was like oh my god I really like this and, yes. and I continued to like it like I mm-hmm. continued to like that show and then like that show works like I'm like okay this oh, it works. The, the audience knows when something works and that's why I always try to encourage people like watch that it's like a quick eight episode watch that's on mm-hmm. your DVR don't be scared it'll like and it's just it shows you how little it takes like you just need relationships. You need people open to the possibility of yep. sharing their lives and their feelings. And that, mm-hmm. that, and all of these people were, I don't know. I just thought they were, they were down. Like I loved Preston. I loved, you yes. know, like I loved all, I don't know. So I'm so excited for it. I liked that better than I liked elements of actual summer house this season. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm hoping God, I'm hoping we get like a season two, three, four, five. Cause I think that, is way too talented of a cast to waste. And also, I think, I think definitely, I think definitely let alone just that. Cause Andy thinks Amir is hot, but other than, yeah, you know, <laughs> thank God. That, for by the way, I'm like, yeah, good, good. Andy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Amir, dan- <laughs> dan- dance for Andy. Dance for Andy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm totally, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed summer house and I'm telling mm. you're, you, you've told them already, but just go do it. Just go watch. Like when you're hungover on a weekend, like just go yeah. do it. You will not regret it. And you will buy episode four. You're going to, start looking forward to the next episode absolutely so good ryan tell the people where they can find you thanks for coming on oh man dude anytime you're one of my favorite people that i've met doing this like um uh the podcast is called so bad it's good with ryan bailey uh you probably already know it by now you know if you like it or not so don't worry (laughs) if you don't uh i'm just happy to be here uh the instagram oh we have a youtube channel now that medica lopez Mm -hmm. who does all my graphics and all that she uh has been handling it i love the youtube channel it's a new way to to you know just basically watch me do recaps and stuff like that live um yeah the insta i guess follow me on threads is the new social media i got I one know. today i don't know what i'm doing no idea yeah what I'm doing. like i i mean it's it's fun i don't know just like go go support a podcast rate this podcast five stars do that Woo-hoo. do that yeah love that um, there we go and you'll have to you'll have to come on whenever the next whenever you want it by the way you're one of those people that if you ever want to come and just text me i want to come on and you can come on like hey by the way is the same way hey tell me she wanted to come on we, and then she just never followed up i was like hey i, I I said yeah like i horrible person I, horrible you know, person you guys if the audience wants to do something for me is help me get organized like truly help me go to organize like i don't read half my dms i don't read half like like thank god kendrick has my number or we would not be talking right now i love i'm so glad i do and you you give out your number willingly too which i love too i remember yeah. watching you on an instagram live where you like if anyone needs me just text okay well number. that there, there okay there's been you know that one. There was I was doing it way. Too, that was like in the beginning. Like, listen, we were all. Yeah. That was dumb. There's many things that I do that are dumb, and I know it after the fact. But when I'm doing it, it feels like the right move, and yes. then you immediately realize it's not the right move, and then you see other people's reactions to you doing that, and they're like, "Don't do that. Like, don't give yeah. out this address. Don't give out that number. Don't like." And that's when you're like, "Oh shit!" You know, like, I don't know. I want everybody to have fun and have a good time. You know. Me too. I love it. 
thanks for coming, man. This is a, a, another fantastic conversation. I feel like we always have fun. We just don't like limit ourselves to Bravo. So it's always no, good man. Chat. This is we'll we'll have to do a live. We we got to do live shows. That's what we got. I keep wanting to do live shows. We gotta we gotta figure out some kind of live. Mm. I I that, I've always had a dream about that. But you you know we got to go on the road or something. That's the next. Yes. Thing. Are you gonna you know, do BravoCon this year? I'm. I'll be like in the Poconos. I think so. It's, what? Did I you know. just make up that you're in the Vegas. Polka? What no. are you? What are you? What are you like a, a comedian? Are you like a like a Catskill comedian? You're gonna be in the Poconos? I'm Midge Maisel. I love it though. I what love the Poconos. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the Poconos. Wait, you couldn't you couldn't move the Poconos trip for BravoCon? What I is should, in the Poconos? And it's Las Vegas this year too. Had it been just New York Poconos. again, I would have been like, man. But if I, man, I love Vegas. Ah, oh, I might. I don't know. I might make it. Oh, wait, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I did not count on hearing the Poconos. Like I, well, it's the yearly Poconos trip. You you can't, it's, it's it is Poconos. a yearly trip. Yeah. Too. <laughs> My God. It's fun. Uh. It's a fun time. All right, y'all. I've kept Ryan way too long. No, dude, any, any ever. Yeah. I'm glad you stayed. Y'all will hear me on there sometimes. So you you let me know when you want me to come. If you want to watch something, Dude, you, I'll watch you're it. you're I'm like a, you're the the easiest perfect guest because we can just rap about anything. You know what? You know what would be interesting is it maybe we should do it later in the season of Love Island to come Ooh. like to be able to talk about like what we did here, but do it over there. Yeah. To see yes. after all of this next stuff happens, like towards the end perfect. of Love Island would be awesome. Uh and and you guys listening, sorry for yelling and talking so much. I just get so excited. So that that's we it. love just, it. Yeah. I always get great feedback after your episode. So we'll, don't worry. No, about it. not this time. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> Y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's been Ryan. And we'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.